Welcome to the Uinterview Podcast. I'm Uinterview founder, Eric Mears. Today we've got a hilarious guest, comedian, fortune feemster, who you may recall from the comedy show Chelsea Lately with Chelsea Handler. She's got a great new special on Netflix, which I think you're really going to enjoy. And I think you're going to enjoy hearing a little bit more about Fortune and her backstory. So stay tuned for that. As always, if you can write us a review, it really helps us to grow the audience. Hi, Fortune. Hi, Eric. on the new show. Oh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. I'm actually a big fan from the Chelsea Lately days. Oh, so that's awesome. I was excited to see your show and see all the stuff you're doing. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit. I mean, I, I know you said you didn't do much during the COVID lockdown, <laughs> but I, I I think you're wrong. I think you I think you did feel you found a lot of humor in that's true. In, different situations so I'm gonna challenge I was wearing a lot of wigs but I didn't <laughs> I didn't nail the survival skill part but I was putting on costumes <laughs> but one thing you did discover is that you're not a butch lesbian I know it's surprising and it does not fit how I look on the outside but yeah I did discover that <laughs> what were some what were like what were some of the clues that you got during lockdown that, that made you convinced you of this I mean, just my inability to fix anything. <laughs> uh, screaming a little too loud when I saw a spider. Uh, it, yeah, it really was my partner Jax that was, you know, fixing everything and and holding holding down the fort and and just seeing her like so in charge and me just a blubbering mess on the couch, you know, drinking wine and crying at documentaries. I really did realize like wow i am not butch at all like this is <laughs> not how i pictured uh this quarantine but you know it's like i said it's who i am and and that's just that's it i guess i'm a, a dainty delicate flower <laughs> so how is it so like for this this show or for any of the other ones that you do um what is it where do you find the material how do you how do you find something that you think is funny for for a show well it definitely is uh i is it's stuff that's coming from my own personal life things that i've been through i've really been trying to lean into that storytelling more uh less observational i'm not i'm not really doing that as much i'm not talking about pop culture or what's going on in the world as much it's more of like these are things that i've been through um, I, I find them to be funny. Hopefully you do too. And, you know, the hope is that there are things about my life that resonate with people that, you know, but they've been through this or that they're in a relationship, they've gotten engaged or had to do the asking and, you know, things that people can kind of see themselves in, uh, and celebrate in the humor of that and how sometimes that stuff doesn't always go as planned. Uh, but yeah, I'm always sort of mining my own life and my own past and childhood and parents and wife and just sort of talking about what I know best. And that's what I've been through. Yeah, yeah. And do you you talk a little bit about this in the special, but like, you know, being an out lesbian comedian, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of people can relate to it, but some people can't and some people are have an actively negative response mm -hmm. to that. And what, what, 
like what, what 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 how do you handle that how do you handle when you have some, maybe someone in the audience or you know a fan that's reacting to you online yeah well at this point of my comedy career it would be very wild to have someone stumble into one of my shows at a theater <laughs> and not know what they're getting uh, that would be pretty trippy um but yeah online you know is is a place where negativity sort of thrives uh, so it's not that uncommon. I, for the most part, it's something you, you just have to not even pay much attention to because it's just part of that world. Um, like I said in a special, occasionally I will see something uh, and most of the time don't think twice about it. Um, but every now and then something really stands out and that one happened to stand out. And so I never thought in a million years that it would end up in my act. But uh, I think because... I I did sort of want to take that sort of negative story and find the, the spin on it. What's the good part of that, you know, text? Um, that was kind of where I was going with the, the theme of this special is wh where's the good in this? What what good came out of this? Uh, and that was something that, that uh, you know, I did see some progress there um, in that in that text. But... Yeah, for the most part, I think not putting much weight on it is the way to go. Um, I did the opposite with this particular one, but for all the others, you just have to live your life and be happy and not get boggled down by those things. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I like about your humor is you sort of lean into, you know, who you are and your identity and mm -hmm. you, do, you don't completely, you know, you are who you are and like that, that's, you're very comfortable with it and that's kind of an interesting thing for the, you know, I mean, for obviously for a gay audience, but also like I think it's relatable to a straight audience. Yeah. Too. I mean, I honestly don't know how to be anything other than who I am. Uh, yeah. You know, so it, there, there is a sort of like what you see is what you get thing uh, with me. I'm not, you know, putting on airs or telling you things that aren't true or uh, pretending to be something I'm not. I just, yeah, I'm kind of like, this is me. And I hope that you like this and enjoy these stories. But also, if you don't, I can't really change that. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, that's sort of where I come from in life. Did you find earlier on in your career, uh, was your humor always like this or has it evolved? Did you, did you find that this is like something that really resonated with people? Or did you find, did you have humor that was maybe a little bit less, you know? Well, I mean, out in that way right i mean it, when you first start stand up you don't know what you're doing you don't know what to talk about <laughs> you don't know how to write jokes you know you have to uh give yourself time to grow and learn and find your voice so in, yeah in that beginning time you're kind of like oh my gosh i can't believe like those are my jokes like because your voice evolves because you evolve so um i think that i've i've always found the funny in things i come from a family that has always seen the humor and the light and things in, in more difficult times. So I appreciate uh, that I have that lens instilled in me at a very young age where you're taking things and you're like, well, what's the funny in that? Um, so I always approach life with that perspective. Um, but yeah, I think I found my voice a lot more with Sweet and Salty. Uh, I, f I realized how much I love storytelling and um, and how much I liked mining my own life for stories, and I, I carry that on with this special. Uh, so I think that's kind of the pocket I'm in right now is 
um, just telling stories and, and finding the, the humor in it, uh, but not feeling the pressure to like do that set up punchline thing that yeah, was yeah. Uh, prevalent in comedy for so long. Was there a moment when you were a child that you realized that you were funny? I had like moments of it, but it wasn't a steady thing. I was pretty shy as a kid, um, but I would be like super shy and kind of a wallflower. And then all of a sudden I'm like running for treasurer of the you know eighth grade. And I'm like dancing on stage to like a Pink Floyd song, <laughs> like very random moments of like, uh, you know, I'm on a tennis team and suddenly I'm doing, you know, reciting a Mary Catherine Gallagher sketch from Saturday Night Live. Um, so people would see different like spurts of funny, but I didn't have the confidence back then to maintain it constantly. Um, but yeah, it was definitely there for sure. It's just that I, I had to get older and I had to feel better about being in my own skin, you know, uh, yeah. to, to be comfortable. When did you decide to make the leap into doing stand-up? Um, I, st I started the comedy part when I was 25. I was doing the Groundlings. Uh, so uh, improv was like, I loved it. I was obsessed with it, sketch comedy. Um, but I started my own sketch comedy and improv group. And we were going around town. Just We just wanted to perform because it was really hard to find stage time back then in Los Angeles. So we would rent little theaters or rent out a bar and have friends come pay like $5 to watch us perform. And somebody came to one of those shows and she was like, you have a very specific point of view in all of your sketches. You really should be doing stand-up. And she was very adamant about it. And I was like, it looks really hard. Um, She's <laughs> like, take a class, just go do it. And so I was really grateful that she kind of gave me that push. Yeah, how did you connect with Chelsea Handler and get on that show? Um, it was uh, two, the end of 2010, and I had just done Last Comic Standing, and so uh, I was just trying to find a way to break into the business a bit more, and um, that show was so huge at the time, and I, I was seeing all these comics, like, you know, going on tours, and, you know, just really, uh, they were really celebrating stand-ups on that show, and it just felt like that was the place, if you were, if you did comedy, that's the place you wanted to be. Um, so I submit, they were looking for a new writer and I just submitted a writing packet, uh, not thinking that I had a chance in the world. And honestly, when I, I, now that I know Chelsea so well, I laugh at the things I wrote because you're supposed to write a packet. Like this is what Chelsea would say. And I was yeah. writing like Harry Potter jokes and talking about <laughs> cake, things that she would n never talk about, but somehow it got their attention and uh by some miracle i got the job you know i remember because like i remember that she really liked you and you had kind of like you mm -hmm. know it was totally different than what she was doing yeah but it was the kind of complimentary <laughs> i think she wanted to like treat me like a giant baby doll like i think she wanted to just like dress me up and crazy like she was like what is the craziest thing i can think of to have fortune dress up as I want to do that. I was like her, yeah, like living giant baby doll. <laughs> and are you guys still friends? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. We just saw her in Montreal and you know, she's the happiest she's ever been. It's really neat to see her at this, this stage in her life, just 
carefree and having a good time. Great. So finally, uh, something we ask everyone, we just, we love to hear from people what they're, um, you know, if you, looking back at your career so far, is there like a lesson that you've drawn from from the kind of struggle and the career to, to get where you are today? Like what, what would you advise like a young comedian starting out? I mean, you definitely have to have perseverance because you're gonna get told no a lot for a long time. Um, and it stinks because getting told no constantly is not fun, but it definitely gives you that thicker skin that you need to, to maintain in this business because you can be having a good run and then a bit of a dip and you got to be able to move with that, you know, pretty easily. Um, and it is, you got to work hard, you know, you got to get on stage, you got to write. It doesn't just get handed to you. Um, but it's, it definitely is a business that is a journey. I mean, I've been in LA 19 years now and it, nothing that's happened to me happened overnight. And, uh, I think it just makes me that much more grateful when cool things happen like this with another special coming out, it makes you really proud, uh, to have stuck it out out here and to have gone through those tougher times and come out the other end of it. Yeah, for sure. Well, I really, I for one really enjoyed the show and I think everyone else will too. Thank you. Congratulations on that. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for talking with me and for spreading the word. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks to Fortune Feimster for participating in today's podcast. Production was by Peiyu Zhang. As always, remember to leave us a comment if you can. And if you're interested in sponsoring You Interview's great celebrity interviews, feel free to reach out at editor at youinterview.com. I'm You Interview founder Eric Mears.